1: Good evening, Reffers! This is Reffs and Rules, the 5 e podcast where you go to any 5e books and talk about various rules and enhance your gameplay experience. I'm Nathan, the Dungeon Master of Riffwake.
2: And I'm Remy, a player of Riffwake and a Dungeon Master myself. And today we're here to talk to you about finding a group! Nathan, how does one find a group to play Dungeons & Dragons!
1: So uh, you you go to the nearest uh, person and then you say, "Hey, I'm a dungeon master. Wanna 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 join me?"
2: Why can you never follow the script? The line I, I can't is supposed. To... God damn it! The line is supposed to be, <laughs> "Hey, I'm a dungeon master. Do you want to play a game?"
1: There we go. Uh, you you just go up to the nearest person and say, "Hey, I'm a dungeon master. Want to play a game?" What kind of game? You know.
2: <laughs> yes. Nathan, why can't you ever follow a goddamn script? I can't. You can't. I can't. Ah, Just leave all this in. I want the world to know my exasperation with you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This this is why we don't do scripted things, okay, Remy? Because
2: you can't be trusted. (laughs) We can only do a script if I read the entire thing.
1: I I would say it's because I'm I'm better at uh, improv. Are you, though? Maybe.
2: (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) God damn it. (sighs) No, in all seriousness, one of the frequent things that prevents a person who wants to play D&D from doing so is, like, fear of difficulty in finding a group to play with. And especially nowadays, that is just not the case. So, obviously, I have a list that I jotted down in front of me, so before I just go off and take over another episode, let me give you a chance, Nathan, to list any ways that you're aware of on finding people to play the game with.
1: Okay, so uh, this requires um, you to have dice, and a lot of luck. First step, bring dice to your workplace or to school or whatever. Kind of fiddle with them in your hand. And then... If anyone takes interest because they're like, hey, you play D&D? That's one way you can find people. But <laughs> that's that's legitimately how I found uh, someone to play D&D with at one point. Uh, my first uh, campaign was like that. But the other way, and uh, one more relevant to the current situation uh, that the world is in, uh, all uh, pandemic, stuck at home, world- world's ending kind of stuff, Uh <laughs> April
2: 2021. There, We're
1: recording this just for the record. The the there are um certain things we call uh, like uh computers that you can like use to interface with this thing called the internet, and uh, you surprisingly enough, you can speak to people from across the world. You know, it's this newfangled thing.
2: Okay, and on this newfangled thing, where would one search? It seems to be a rather large place, this internet you speak of.
1: Well, I have absolutely no idea, because uh, I <laughs> found all the people from the cast from an, from an online community from a different podcast, so yeah. <laughs> okay, folks,
2: the easiest way to find people to play Dungeons & Dragons is to find a community of Dungeons & Dragons, such as any dungeons and dragons podcast that you enjoy in the community therein, in there are people that like the same style as you because you're both listening to the thing that you enjoy so yes nathan and i met each other through the dungeons and randomness podcast that is how we came to be if you enjoyed listening to us play join our discord it's free if we get a few more people in there we can yes you motherfucker we made it free now because
1: we want people to talk to us because we're lonely. I'm lonely. Oh, yeah. I'm lonely. You're sad. <laughs> guys, guys, join the Discord. Join the Discord. Remy's sad and if lonely. enough of
2: us get together, the, the, the Remy's D&D depression can might be more, cured. Or at least alleviated a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, God damn it! Uh, but seriously, that is one of the best ways because, again, if it is a D&D community that pre-exists, then the people there, theoretically, like the same style of play. Because there are some games that are more mechanics-heavy, some that is more story-heavy or combat-heavy. There are many, many different ways to play this
1: game. Exactly. Some of them just don't use the rules like me.
2: And sometimes there are people like Nathan who just don't.
1: Just don't, yeah.
2: Just don't. <laughs> So, yeah, so if you like listening to Riftwake and the way that we play, join our discord. If you are a listener of Dungeons and Randomness, then check out their community. And because to be blunt, they're a lot bigger than we are. There are a lot of people there. I know that they actually have a channel devoted to trying to get people together for groups. So the same for any large podcast or just D&D community. Critical Role, Geek and Sundry, all of these things have large communities of people that like D&D. However, there is one word of warning that I do want to give that is a very important, very common fact regarding starting a new group. If you are the person who is taking the initiative to oh. start a new group, <laughs> you are almost certainly going to get roped into being the dungeon master of the group. That is simply a fact of life to tell as old
1: as time. It
2: truly is. The person who yeah, the person who takes the effort to assemble the group far more often than not, I would say 90 plus percent of the time is going to end up as the dungeon master. Not all the time, but a large majority. And I do just recommend being aware of that fact. If you are trying to get into things. However, again, if you are in a larger group, a uh, community I mean, then hopefully there are going to be pre existing groups that are just looking for an additional person to join in. So again, the larger the group that you're looking in, the more opportunities that will be available in order to hop into to join a group. And
1: so you know hmm? and you know, like if if you do end up in a DM position and you're not sure what to do, I, I would say that Riffs and rules has um very detailed uh, episodes on (laughs) how to do so
2: uh yeah yeah we do uh 160 episodes plus at this point in time christ (laughs) uh (laughs) yeah But honestly, even then, like pre-existing communities is a good place to start. So uh, another easy one. There's a lot of Facebook groups that do exist around Dungeons People and Dragons. People use Facebook. Yes, so you can oh. just search like the city that you live in and and like D and D. So just search like Dungeons and Dragons, Portland. For myself, like yeah, that that is a thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is a thing because I, I I did check it out. Like I I didn't end up signing on to any of them. Because uh traveling is pain, but mm. yeah, that's a thing. Well yeah,
2: or another option, meetup.com also does just board game groups in general that often have a and d night, and just there are D and D groups on Meetup a lot of the time. So there are lots of places online that you can choose to look. Uh, so obviously, I, like I said, I do have my list, so Nathan, before I do just go on go off again, can you name
1: any more? Uh, Let's see, so Facebook, communities, uh, harassing people, Uh, what else? (laughs) No, nothing off the top of my head. (sighs) Alright, so another one is D&D
2: Adventurers League. I'll be honest, I don't know if those are still going on nowadays, but it is a thing, and... When pandemic eventually ends, I hope, then comic book shops will have the D&D Adventurers League, which is like the official adventures that are just done from Wizards of the Coast to a lot so, of comic Remy, book shops around the country. Hm?
1: What are the benefits of doing an Adventurers League over a home game? Well, for one thing,
2: it is pre-written adventures, so you don't need to DM that group yourself. You just go, you join in, you know, you can just sign up for that. And it's usually relatively cheap, if not free to play. I honestly don't remember. It's been years since I, I've done anything I think anything it normally
1: there. is a case where, like, I, I, from what I'm aware of, the one uh, that uh, I've seen before is, like, there's, like, a $15 fee, but they do give drinks and food or something, okay. like snacks. Yeah. But th- th- I think it depends on where you live and what stores provide Yeah, so it's definitely just worth looking
2: into to see what the setup is in your home cities. But honestly, even besides Adventures League, though, comic book shops in general. So again, pandemic is still ongoing. You know, use your best judgment. And of course, what is actually open in your local areas. But in normal times, a comic book shop will have D&D nights that may or may not be Adventurers League related. So Mm -hmm. there are a lot of people that just like to play D&D in a comic book shop for the ambiance. So they just have their weekly game there. So a lot of the time, that's an easy way to just find other people who are playing or want to play D&D. So that actually is how I myself first started playing D&D. I just looked up where a comic book shop was near me, went there on their D and D night, planning to just watch and just learn how to play D and D at the time. And it ended up being that I noticed, oh, I'm not the only one who had that idea. I noticed that there were three other people that were just watching the D and D game but not playing. So I talked to those people like, hey, you know, you seemed like you were watching the D and D like I was. Holy do you want shit. to play? And Brandy they were like, making... yes, I do. <laughs> It was the really scariest thing spontaneous,
1: I ever did. dude. like, social interaction? That is not the Revy I know. Uh, uh,
2: that's a separate sad story. Uh, there's more to it than that, but I don't want to get into that right now. But, uh, of course, the immediate response to that was, yes, I would like to play D&D. You're the DM. Well, shit. So, yeah, so I started playing D&D because I talked to those people at the comic book shop got, you know, roped into being the DM and had one week to learn D&D 4th Edition. And I did because a fucking course I did. Uh, so that was fun. And I played that game for a few months until I ended up moving out to California. And the rest, as they say, is history. Ah, but... Seriously, even then, there's a lot of other more other places that you can go to like online still. So Reddit actually has a LFG subreddit. So looking for group subreddit specifically about finding people to play D&D. And that is another just massive amount of people that are just trying to get games together. Like or honestly, just depending on how you want to play the game of uh, Roll20, Fantasy Grounds, Unity, whatever just program exists online or whatever. Go to those websites. If you go to like the forum for Roll20 or Fantasy Grounds, they too also have just like looking for group or finding players just on their forum, just trying to get groups together. Honestly, now more than Ever. there are people around the world that want to play dungeons and dragons and so the fact that there is concern about the difficulty of finding people to play is really just not a concern anymore whether it is at a comic book shop or online there are people around who want to play dnd just be prepared that you may end up being the dungeon master to do so Thanks for listening to this episode of Rifts and Rules. Please leave us a review and give us five stars on iTunes. Also, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Riftwake Podcast. Tiers start as low as a dollar, and even that much really helps us out. Supporters get benefits such as behind-the-scenes content, early access to episodes, access to the monthly hangout where you'll be able to chat with the cast, and even input on Rifts and Rules topics. Find us on social media on Twitter at Riftwake Podcast, on Facebook as Riftwake, on Reddit, on the subreddit, r slash Podcast, and you can send us an email,
1: riftwakepodcast at gmail.com. And that's it for today.